A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will look after and tend my sheep. As a shepherd tends his flock when he finds himself among his scattered sheep, so will I tend my sheep. I will rescue them from every place where they were scattered when it was cloudy and dark. I myself will pasture my sheep. I myself will give them rest, says the Lord God. The lost I will seek out the strayed. I will bring back the injured I will bind up. The sick I will heal, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy, shepherding them rightly. As for you, my sheep, says the Lord God, I will judge between one sheep and another, between rams and goats. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures, he gives me repose. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Besides restful waters, he leads me, he refreshes my soul. He guides me in right paths for his name's sake. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. You spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. A reading from the letter, the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through man, the resurrection of the dead came also through man. For just as in Adam all die, so too in Christ shall all be brought to life. But each one in proper order. Christ the first fruits, then at his coming those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end when he hands over the kingdom to his God and Father, when he has destroyed every sovereignty and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. When everything is subjected to him, then the Son of Man himself will also be subjected to the one who subjected everything to him, so that God may be all in all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. A stranger and you welcomed me naked and you clothed me ill and you cared for me in prison and you you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or ill or in prison and not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. 
And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is the end of what was called the Olivet Discourse. Just to recap the, the context of, of Jesus giving this parable here. So this is the last week of Jesus' ministry, Holy Week. He's, he's entered Jerusalem for the final show. He cleansed the temple. While he was in the temple area, he gave a series of teachings, parables, denunciation of the scribes and Pharisees. He leaves. So that would have been, I guess you could say, like Monday. Uh, he leaves the temple area. He goes back to Bethany where he'd been staying. And then he sits probably you know, on Tuesday here. Maybe it's Wednesday of Holy Week again on the the Mount of Olives. So the Mount of Olives is, is the hillside looking at Jerusalem. Jerusalem was on, on another hillside with the valley in between them, the Kidron Valley. So this wooded hillside where Jesus is sitting on the Mount of Olives, he's looking out at the city. He can see the whole city sort of below him because the Mount of Olives was, was higher. He can see the temple. He can see all the, the shops, the residences, all the buildings, kind of the hustle and bustle of this uh, really, again, busy sort of city. And then he gives these parables. And we've been reading these parables. This is the Olivet Discourse the last several weeks. The, uh, the, the wicked tenants, the talents, which was last week, and now the sheep and the goats. So he's talking about what the end and basically what it's what victory is going to look like as he's kind of been setting things up it's not going to be him sitting in Jerusalem ruling everything from from the throne in the palace of whatever the high priests are outside the temple and not overthrowing the Romans he's going to and and his servants the king's servants aren't going to be these great warriors or financiers, whatever, astrologers, magicians, wise men, they're going to be what? People that traded with the talents, the trust in God, that were were faithful servants. So he's giving this parable and it, he kind of sets it up when he says, when the son of man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be assembled before him. So the apostles must be sort of hanging on this, like, whoa, he's, he's telling us what the what the victory is going to look like. And then what does Jesus do? He compares himself to a shepherd. Not, again, this great military king or, you know, with, with battle maps before him. This is how we're going to conquer the world or these are our great economic plans. But the simple task of a shepherd separating sheep and goats. And, and there would have been shepherds, sheep and goats around him, again, on this, on this Mount of Olives. I'm sure this was a letdown to some of the apostles, certainly a letdown to, to Judas, but this is what Jesus has been saying all along. He's going to dominate, but not, not in the way of the world. So today we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. Christ is, is king, not in, again, the sense of, of what we see in the world that's going to be right before our eyes, you know, dominating all the headlines and, and capturing our attention. You know, I think about, like on Thanksgiving a couple days ago, it was uh, my niece's uh, sixth birthday and so we opened up presents for her and every present just about every present to my account was was something about was something dealing with taylor swift it's like a taylor swift doll and a taylor swift card and you know this taylor swift game all these things and obviously she loved it and her you know female cousins around her loved it too 
nothing i'm not criticizing this but you know nothing about jesus so it's like taylor swift you know like she's no jesus dolls out there it's taylor swift dolls you know and then at the the conversation around the dinner table we were talking about um ai and and you know the, the ramifications it's going to have on the future and the world i mean it was a fascinating conversation but you know nothing really about christ and it wasn't meant to be but it's just like ai dominates the the headlines taylor swift is like the queen right now of the world if you will she's a billionaire someone was telling me too that's not how that's not what christ is after he let jerusalem just continue on with its business the temple the the commerce the activity the politicians the priests military figures coming and going they were before people's eyes but for us for us committed christians yeah we might think about taylor swift for a few moments or ai might dominate an hour long conversation at a thanksgiving dinner dinner table but christ is the real headline of our heart we live and we move and we breathe all day jesus christ not those other things and that's what he's come to do that's how he's king but you see the enemy his adversary is always going to be working against christ working on us and he's going to be telling us you know what don't give yourself over to christ because that's not flashy so spend more time thinking about whatever taylor swift or or these things of the world you know, uh, this weekend is black friday cyber monday so you know buy all this stuff eat all this food uh go seek entertainment you know your kingdom is not in heaven your kingdom is right now this is what the enemy is telling us and so take it right now and, and be all in for the world and it's tempting because yeah entertainment and food and uh, buying things you know that that fills us with some delight but we have to resist that lie. And if we don't, if we listen and subtly follow more and more this lie that says, you know, everything is about right now, heaven doesn't matter, well, then we will become a goat, you see. And when the judgment does come and it is coming for everyone, we're going to be ushered off to the left. Like I was saying, Jesus would have seen sheep and goats right around him and he's, as he's giving this parable. Sheep are good because they're obedient and they're docile. They actually listen to the shepherd. The shepherd calls them. They recognize the shepherd's voice. Jesus says this in other parables, and they follow the shepherd. And so they, they're able to follow the shepherd to, to verdant pasture is what's good for them, like we hear in our responsorial psalm. Whereas goats don't listen. They're very stubborn animals. They put their head down. They just keep eating. And if they're going to be moved somewhere, they have to be driven with force. And that's usually not good because then they retaliate and they destroy everything in their paths. That's what goats are like. They're stubborn. And they only listen to what they want to hear. And they're focused on what the ground, just the ground right below them. They don't, they don't care about the verdant pastures that are, that are beyond the hillside. So we don't want to be a goat. We want to be a sheep that listens to Jesus Christ. Christ, the shepherd, ruling our hearts. We have to believe truly believe that the verdant pasture the, the most verdant pasture is out there it's in heaven it's where we're meant to be eternity is far greater than 80 years if we even live that long on this earth our home is heaven and that's where christ reigns look at what he says here it's a beautiful line come 
You who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. That kingdom is in heaven, and that kingdom has been crafted just for you. That, that's why God made the world. From the foundation of the world has been prepared just for you. So let Christ lead you there and, and make your home heaven. We do that by praying every day, by thinking of God, desiring to know him more, serving the least of our brothers and sisters, as, as Jesus says here in our parable, and stirring within our hearts that flame of love, the flame of love for Jesus Christ, the King of the universe. Amen.